we then looked at it and thought, yeah, you know, that edit doesn't work or the sound is weird or like we just were proud of the one thing we did. Does that make sense? And then yeah. and we can relate to that pride and joy in the work um, that, yeah, maybe we don't know all the ins and outs yet, but we know what looks good on screen and, and we captured one great moment, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it goes back to the same thing we were talking about last week with Tarantino is one of the things. And it's funny, it's been really on my mind because of the uh, because of talking about it last week. Like one of the things Tarantino is very good at is even in his sort of ludicrous worlds, really going into the precise details of like how reality works and grounding yes. things in that. And like I was watching some TV show where um and my wife were like, they were standing behind a car that you don't need to go into to unrelease the trunk. And clearly, because some screenwriter at some point said that they had to, the actors were like, oh, can you go into the car and release the trunk? And I was looking at it and I was like, you don't need to do that on that car. And it completely, and it's like that kind of <laughs> polish you would never see in a Tarantino movie. Like, right. that kind, like it's like detail, detail is how, if you paint enough detail into the world, you can get away with your movie being about like a down on look, he's like boxer throwing a fight, which is like the most cliche of the film noir characters because there's so much detail in the story of the Bruce Willis character in Pulp Fiction. And like, so of course, in Tarantino's world, if he was working on Boogie Nights, he would want to make sure that the project that Jack Horner made that he was proud of was actually reflective of what Jack Horner would be proud of if he saw it. And oh, that's another excellent point. I, I yeah, because I not not to just like, but I, honestly, like he he would sink you into just like he does in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood into that reality with yeah. that goes far deeper than the cliches of this is what. Not to put down Boogie Nights again. I adore that movie. Oh my, that movie is phenomenal. It, it's like. Yeah, but it's like he, the, the Tarantino version of that movie would be so much more seeped in specifics, like you say, but also like uh, what every every little like cranny of the world would be exposed and explored beyond the cliche of porn acting is stilted and bad. It would be like, no, no, no. It's you know, it's like it's so specific in this one way but that you the, would just be lost in it. But that's the the distinction is that like, I don't think there could be a Tarantino version of Boogie Nights because like, I mean, look, there's probably some 1970s well acted porn movie, but like the movies that Tarantino has all this affection for, all of the stuff with Bounty Law and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, Elliot Silverstein was directing episodes of shows like Bounty Law, who's like a director I'm obsessed with, who went on to do Capaloo and Man Called Horse and a bunch of other stuff. Like, it was a world where people who were like, you know, it was a little bit yes. of cheese ball, Real but there was like, yes. there were craft yes. people working on creating yes. those things. And like, you know, even when you watch those little, like, little snippets of the 14 Fists of McCluskey or whatever, like, yes. there's still goodness in there. Whereas Boogie Nights is fundamentally about people like, I love that film so much, but like, I don't think <laughs> Angels in My Town was, my guess is that Angels in My Town is not something you could, like the movies that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is about, I could totally picture it's Saturday afternoon. I'm a little tired. I've been on a long hike or whatever. And I'm like, 14 Fists of McCluskey. I'm watching that. Where's the 